Good evening. Welcome to Sleep With Me. It's a podcast that puts you to sleep. You up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, can't get to sleep? Well, you're in the right place. So we're going to create a safe place where you can set aside any racing thoughts, worries, troubles, work stuff, personal stuff, whatever. When we put that aside, we're going to distract you with a little story. But as the story goes on, it's going to get a little bit less and less interesting, less engaging. And you're going to drift off into dreamland. Now that's the goal. This is a podcast. You crawl in bed, you turn out the lights, and you press play. And you fall asleep. That's what we do here. Uh, if it's your first time here, welcome. I don't know how better to explain it. It's a podcast to fall asleep to. Now we're not here to sell any sleep sessions or sleep vitamins or supplements or um, neural wavelength therapy or I'm not any kind of hypnotist or any of that bullshit. is part of my French. I'm just here to tell boring bedtime stories. I love doing it. Uh, and it seems to work. So if you're, you're here, try it out. I hope it works for you. If it doesn't, no big deal. I'm not, I'm just putting in the time. You're putting in some time to listen. You know, no loss. But if it works for you, welcome. I'm glad you're joining us here. And I hope I do help you fall asleep. Um, what? You can find us on the web at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get a hold of me by email if you have any feedback, questions, comments. Feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can reach me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter. And I post sleep news there. And, uh, it's a good place to interact and say hi. Uh, we have, Sometimes we post uh, bloopers on Facebook regularly and consistently. So if, you, if you're looking for that kind of attention, that kind of relationship, you'll get it on Facebook. I'm glad you're here. If you're a fan of the podcast and you got some extra time, why don't you go, you know, tell some people about it if it really works for you. You know, tell friends or go somewhere on the Internet where people that can't sleep go. Like if when you can't sleep before you found this podcast, did you go exchange info on Reddit or somewhere else or not? I don't know. You know, spread the word by some way that I don't know how to spread it by. If that makes any sense, but yeah, let's uh, let's uh, help you fall asleep tonight. All right, folks, this is a recovered audio coming up here from my second conversation with my neighbor Ray Perkins about his day two trip to Walt Disney World. And since I'm going to be out of town on vacation, I'm trying to make sure I have an episode, three episodes a week for you. And this came at the perfect time. I was able to uncover this audio. It's going to be here for you. For anyone that hasn't heard Ray Perkins before, uh, day one of his vacation and day three of his vacation are up somewhere. You'll see I'm uh, trending Tuesday episodes, I think, and just look for Disney in the title. And he's a he's a wonderfully pleasant guy, and he likes to talk about Disney stuff. So that's it. Uh, I'm going to turn things over virtually to my neighbor Ray, and I'm glad. I know he'll be happy when he finds out that we recovered his audio. Why, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for welcoming back, Scooter. I'm so pleased to be back on your show. And, uh, well, Ray, it's great to have you. Um, i got to be honest, thus far I've only heard from one fan, which was my father. 
and he really liked you. Oh, well, that's just wonderful. No, no, no other fans emailed me. Uh, uh, asked for my phone number. Said, oh, that Ray, he's just the best. No. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. You don't need to. You, they know that Ray does not need the attention. I'm not an attention seeker, Scooter. You see, uh, it's fine. That's fine. Ray doesn't. Yeah, that's fine. Well, you know, I, I'm sorry, Ray. I shouldn't have, that was kind of not nice of me. No, no, you, you, you were trying to make some humor. I know you. You're trying to. You're like an interviewer. You're like a young. Well, you know, so you know Charlie Rose, and you, you know, I think that Charlie Rose is a good interviewer. Larry King, and then uh, Terry Gross and Howard Stern, and then not not in that particular order. I'm a, I'm partial to the theater of the mind, like we're doing today. Theater of the mind, they call it totem. You remember Bill King on the. Uh, Oakland A's broadcaster, he liked to say totem. He also didn't like to use ATM machines, but I like... So I'm, I'm just, just saying I love Terry Gross. I love Howard Stern. Okay, Ray, um, uh, so I'll, I'll say hello to your dad. Hi, Dad. Scooter's a... Uh, he's a strange child you have. I'm sorry that he's not more... Uh, but he's got this podcast. Maybe things are going to start happening for him. There's a... Uh, there's nothing to be ashamed of, so much as embarrassed, but, uh, uh, okay, thanks, thanks, Ray. Uh, I'm just getting you back there for, you know, you had to point out that I don't have any fans, and even though I have, I do have feelings, I might be a positive guy, but I have feelings. Okay, Ray, let's just, uh, how about we just move on? Oh, well, let's just move on then. I, I'm, don't worry, I'm not mad anymore. So, Ray, we were talking about your vacation, and... Now, this isn't an attempt to win you back, but I found I thought your podcast was wonderful. Now, maybe you don't rock the boat with controversy, or maybe you were so good you just put everyone to sleep right away, but I thought you were great. I, I listened to your episode, and I really enjoyed it, so I thought we'd come back tonight and uh, and talk to you a little more. It's been a, been a little while, but so can we pick up where we last left, we last left off? You were in the Magic Kingdom. You went on some rides, and this, you met this woman who was a video star, and then you called her, can we pick up, and then she said she was going to come meet up with you. Cause, so can I pick up right there? So you called her. We, we could, go, could we go back over the whole when you, well, maybe that's not a good radio podcast, but uh, if you give me more details, especially about the things you said and your body language, whatever, you know, just can you go through? Okay, okay, Scooter, let me, uh, why don't you scoot over a bit? I'm going to take over the mic over here. Uh, hello again, everybody. We, we had a little intro. It seemed a little flubbed, in my opinion, in my opinion only. And I'm proud to be here again tonight to, uh, you know, talk to you. I know you're trying to sleep, so I'm going to do my best to, to uh, keep it under control. We were talking about my vacation, my first day, day one. My first full day was in the Magic Kingdom in the morning. And then you wanted me to talk about my friend. My friend, I'm not going to be talking about my friend. Uh, we're going to want to skip over that. The next day, normally, like I said, I like to get up in the morning. But I was a little uh, I was a little tired. I was a little tired and I needed a little uh, extra napping and resting in the morning. And then I had myself a sumptuous buffet of of wonder. And then I had breakfast, if you know what I'm saying. 
That's all I'm going to say. And then Ray, uh, you know, basked a little. I, I went to the pool. I did a, I had a swim. I sang a couple tunes. And then it was time I said to myself, Ray, what are you going to do today? Yeah, your friend is gone now. She's gone back to the VidCon or wherever she was going. And uh, what are we going to do with our day? We we have a, a lovely afternoon. And, yeah, we're vacationing. We're resting. But what what do you say, Ray? What, what do you want to do? And so I, I decide I'm going to go back to uh, to uh, the Epcot. I'm, well, no, no. So I say sooner or later I'm going to need to eat some dinner. So I decide I'm going to go to the Epcot Center. It's a wonderful place. Now the Epcot, Epcot stands for uh, Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. And uh, I'm pretty sure that the Walt Disney, he had in mind, uh, you know, building a city with modern technology and green belts and public transportation. But those dreams were crushed by, uh, I don't know, I don't know specifically whom. It could have been the people uh, in his company working at the bottom line. It could have been his brother Roy, though I hear good things about Roy. And uh, Vivian, Vivian Disney. I, I don't know if she was married to Roy or Walter or was a sister. I don't know these things. Or maybe a child. I don't, I'm not a uh, Walt Disney historian. They do have a thing in one of the parks, a Walt Disney story. I, I, I recommend checking it out. We have uh, over here in the Bay Area in San Francisco on the Presidio uh, movie with uh, Meg Ryan and that man who's on one of the CIS shows, uh, Mark Harmon. They were in a movie called The Presidia. But we have the Walt Disney Family Museum there. So we, if I wanted to learn about him, I will learn about him at some point. But uh, so we had this whole idea for the city. Like I said, they said, now nah, let's just put some rides and stuff in there. So, but they have, it's a good place to have dinner. Let me tell you, it's a, and for, for a person that loves to walk, a walker like me, plenty of walking to do. Another thing, another tip, it's uh, going to be evening. I'm, I'm leaving my hotel about uh, 6 p.m. The, this, the heat of the day is starting to uh, flitter away. Now, sometimes Florida, they have themselves a nice thunderstorm, but uh, they had a nice thunderstorm about 2, 3 o'clock. It cooled it down about 10 degrees. Then you give it a couple more hours, and it's cool, even cooler. It's much, much, much pleasanter. So I go out of my hotel. I get on, I get on the bus to the Epcot Center, and old Ray, he's uh, back in back in the high life again. I'm riding the bus now. Remember, I talked about the bus riding. Now the afternoon bus riders are different than the morning bus riders. You could tell who's had a rest and uh, who's had a nap or a swim at the hotel because they are re-energized or, you know, up for another another afternoon in the park. They seem happy, excited. And then you have your people that are a little bit beaten down. Maybe they started thinking about the money. Maybe they got too much sun. They got a sunburn, whatever. But I'm still tickled pink with anticipation of the Epcot Center. And so I get to the Epcot Center. It's a little bit of a walk from the bus uh, to the uh, front gates of the park. I walk. I, now, a little another tip from Ray. When you're walking from the bus area, there's a nice bathroom before you even get in the park. You can go in there. You can use the bathroom if you need to. You can freshen up. 
Now, they used to have the borax, oh, soap, I think it was called boraxo. It was a pink powdered soap. Wonderful for the hands, wonderful. So it was wonderful on the hands, my friend. Uh, made, made your hands so soft, but they got rid of that one day. I don't know. Poor Walter Disney, he, his dreams of having a city of tomorrow and pink powdered soap. Uh, the, the, the bean counters are behind it, I'm sure. Or maybe somebody said, oh, I don't like the pink soap. It's so strange to me. Uh, I don't understand it. I love the pink soap. I look for it on the Amazon. Could not find the the pink soap. So if you know where to get some pink soap, Baraxo, I guess it would make a mess of my kitchen and my bathroom. So maybe, maybe forget the whole thing. So I get in. I use the restroom in the outside of the park. Then they check your bags. Ray's got no bag. I'm not a I'm not the type of guy to wear a, a waist uh, thingamajig. I have a light jacket, as I like to tell you. I have my magic band on my wrist that has my credit card in there, my park ticket, so my hotel key. So I go into the Epcot Center now. It has the big golf ball out front. They call that a version of tomorrow or something, a spaceship Earth. That's what they call it. It's a beautiful silver ball. I love to look at it. At uh, night, they're going to light it up. But right now, it's just a late afternoon sky, early evening sky. And it's beautiful, and it's silver. And it's just, it's huge. It's uh, spectacular to look at. You can walk under there. You go in there. That's a, for my first stop. Is a, a little bit of a ride on the U- universe of tomorrow. Oh, Spaceship Earth or whatever, like the Spaceship Earth, they call it. So you get in line there. The line moves pretty fast. Now, let me tell you, I know a lot of you with this, where you think this Disney stuff is nonsense. Some people are hardcore Disney fans. I myself am uh, somewhere in between the two. But this Spaceship Earth, it runs on this ride called the Omni Mover, which is a train that runs through the whole ride. Not a choo-choo train. It runs on a track. But there's cars. All There's only one car. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like There's uh, seats. You get in this little domed seat thing or a car, two to four people, and then there's a car right behind you, and a car after that forever. That's a big loop of cars, so there's not usually a wait because there's always a seat coming and always a seat going, I guess. Now, I know Ray could be clearer, but you get on the ride, and you go through, and it has the animatronic figures, and it gives you a little history of communications, Presented by AT&T, I believe, but I'm not sure about that. Talks about your Phoenicians and your newspapers and your printing press, your Gutenberg, the whole nine yards. They even got a little Steve Jobs in there, I believe. And it's it's a nice little ride, air-conditioned. You have uh, the lovely lady, uh, it used to be for a while, it was Walter Cronkite on there. Love Walter Cronkite. Wonderful voice. Much, no offense, Scooter. Then they had Mr. Jeremy Irons. Now, I don't know if it was when he played the evil uh, uh, lion guy. Probably around the same time because of Michael Eisner. He was big on Synergy, which was a cross-promotion type thing. We got Jeremy Irons playing Scar the lion. Let's get him to uh, replace Walter Cronkite. Jeremy Irons, lovely voice, but... uh, I don't know. And now they have Helen Mirren, I believe, is a voice on the ride. 
a lovely voiced woman again. It could be Dame Judy Dench. I'm not sure, but whatever. Very nice. Change is good. I miss Walter Cronkite, but at the same time, I could listen to Helen Mirren or Judy Dench talk all day. Probably Helen Mirren, I believe. She has a slightly more uh, authoritative tone to her voice. Uh, you like how I said that authoritative tone? That wasn't me doing Helen Mirren, by the way. So I get off of this ride. There's like some nonsense where AT&T tries to promote stuff and you can play around with some videos. Ray doesn't, you know, I'm not into that. Now I walk out of Spaceship Earth. There's another bathroom if you come out to the... I think there might be one on either side, but I didn't have to go. So Ray's off on a walk. Now let me tell you about this Epcot. It's split into two places. You got your future world and your world showcase. Future World has the rides. It has Spaceship Earth, Soarin', Imagination Ride, a Seas Ride, a Space Ride, a Car Ride. And that might be it. Oh, there's like a, a universe of energy. But Ray's going to dinner. I'm going to the World Showcase. I'll come back to the Future World on another trip. But so I'm going to the uh, World Showcase and that is like a little bit of a a world's fair meets a shopping mall, meets a theme park, meets uh, maybe even a little uh, tiny bit of a renaissance fair, depending on the country. Now, when you get in there, you get into the World Showcase, you go through the future world, you walk down this path, and the future world, the World Showcase is over. It, the countries are around a circle, around a lagoon, where they have a little nighttime show with fireworks and lasers and music called Luminations, which Ray will be checking out for sure. But so uh, you could go through the countries. Now, you can go left or you can go right and start your circle. So you can go clockwise. You can go counterclockwise. Now, I don't know why, but I always go right. Now, and I can't even, I tried to go left. It just doesn't work for me. Now, I'm not sure if that's like a, I'm a left-handed guy. I don't know if that has to do with I don't know if it's that it's clock one's clockwise and one's counterclockwise, and I'm just a contrarian. I'm not sure if that's the reason why. And uh, so whatever, I get into, I go to the right, the first country's Canada. Now, Canada, they have a nice uh, steak restaurant there. A little pricey for Ray's taste as far as the, it's not a dry-aged beef. I'm no snob. But if I'm going to pay over $35 for a steak, even over $28.99 or so, I want it to be some dry-aged beef. And we don't need to get into a whole beef cast here, Scooter. But uh, just a note, it's a nice restaurant. I would go there. But it's just a little pricey and you got to, it's a little. So Ray does not go to that restaurant. But Canada has a movie starring Martin Short. They have a little garden there. So I like to go there. They have a beer on draft. I usually like to get myself a beer on draft. Now they they have a moosehead lager. I prefer a Labatt or a a Canadian Molson Canadian or some such. But a a moosehead's just fine. It's uh, seven p.m. It's hot. It's sweating. It's fine. So I have myself a drink. Now you also want to get want to get this little piece of paper. It's called a times guide. And it has the times 
of all the shows now. These little countries, they have their own little show. Some have one, some have two, some have none. But the Canada, they have a kilt group that plays uh, rock and roll covers in kilts called uh, Off Kilter, I believe is the name of the group. And they have a little bagpipe. So I ha they stop playing. And they play like a Led Zeppelin and a Rush Tom Sawyer, I believe, which is good because they're Canadian rockers. So it's funny. They play the American, uh, I don't know, I guess Led Zeppelin's from the from England. And then they play Rush, which is from Canada. And then I'm not sure if they played a U.S. They played some of their own music. So I'm not sure if they're from Canada, Scotland, or the U.S. of A., but wonderful. And then I move on. So I say, okay, that's enough, Ray. Let's go to the next country. The next country is this lovely place called England. And they have the red phone booths. They have a restroom. Now, Canada, I don't know if Canada must have a restroom. I don't remember it, though. But England does. You can go to the restroom right before you go into England. And that's where the phone booth, I think, is. You get into England on the left-hand side is the Rose and the Crown Pub and Restaurant. Now, I'm not really hungry yet, but uh, you could go in there. They have a piano player. They have a bartenders. They make drinks, you know, real drinks if you need a drink. But Ray's in a, you know, I'm in a walking mood. So I keep walking through England, and I take a stroll down the path of England, and you go through some shops, and it makes you look like you're in London town. And then they have a little garden in back. Now, Ray, you might say, Ray, what are you doing? I'm going to have a seat in the garden. They have a Beatle cover band playing. Now, I can't remember if they're like the Sunspots or the Beatles Invasion or the British Invasion. Maybe I'm not sure, but they're dressed like a little bit like the Beatles and a little bit like Spinal Tap somewhere in between. It's a little bit entertaining. I always sit there and I wonder myself, Ray, what, what are these guys' lives like, this Disney cover band do they where else do they work how much does disney pay them i'd like to grab them after the show and say what does disney pay you do you have to teach like history during the you know during your days off are you a history teacher and then you're doing this or are you earning your living as a as a troubadour of what's your lifestyle you know i wonder i worry about these guys but they're good it's a nice evening and I'm sitting there enjoying the show, and then the, the set is over, and they say, ay, 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 but we'll be back later. And uh, I sit this nice man sitting next to me with his legs crossed. I say, how you doing? He says, I'm fine. How are you? I say, that was a lovely uh, piece of music. He says, it was. And I say, you know, I just saw the kilt band over there, kilt, tilted a kilt, and now I'm here for this. I'm looking at, I'm going to look over my schedule. If you don't mind, what, what are you doing today? And he said, oh, I'm just uh, out and about. I'm just out and about with me, uh, me grandkids and me, uh, you know, my, me son and his, me daughter. And, and he tells me all this stuff. I said, what's your name? He says, I'm Wiggins. Pleased to meet you. And I say, are you Wiggins? Is he, Wiggins your first name? I'm Ray. Ray, pleased to meet you too. But is Wiggins your first name or your last name? Do you mind me asking? And he says, as a matter of fact, I'm Wiggins. I'm Wiggins is my first name. And I say, well, that's quite a first name you got there, Wiggins. Do people call you like Wiggity or Wig 
or what do they call you? He says, oh, they just call me Wiggins. And I say, that's uh, interesting, Wiggins. Is that a two-syllable Wiggins? Wiggins, Wiggins. But I guess over there they say Wiggins, Wiggins. I kind of like wagons if you say wagons fast, Wiggins, Wiggins. So uh, I say it's a love. What what are you doing after this? Are you gonna are you gonna stay in your own country? Are you wandering around the uh, lagoon? And he says, Oh, we're gonna have some uh, French food at a restaurant over there in France, and then we're gonna watch the laser show. And then he's like, and then I'm going to go home and go to bed for the love because I'm paying for all this, and it's making me crazy. And I say, you poor man. Oh, if you could be as free as this bird here, I'm just flapping around the Epcot Center and uh, enjoying myself. And I said, it's about time for me to get flapping because there's a, a mime magician I'm missing over in France, and I will see you later, Mr. Wiggins. And so I get walking, and I get. To, I realize I watch. I look at my. my I don't have my watch because I have my magic band, but I have my cellular phone in my pocket. So uh, I look, and I realize I'm missing the mime. So I go into France now. There's only a little bit to do there. There's like a gelato stand or a French ice cream glaces. There's like a champ perfume, and a few other things, and there's a wine tasting and stuff. So I say to myself, right, you're on vacation, you had two beers. Why don't you keep the bubbly going and we'll go into the to the wine stand, the wine shop in there, and have ourselves a, a little champagne and toast ourselves, my friends. So I go in and there's uh, some lovely young people in there. It's not very busy. And I say, how you doing? And they say, uh, bonjour, I think, is hello, and, or is that thank you or whatever, I'm not sure. And I say, uh, s'il vous plaît, English. And they say, oui, oui. And uh, there's a young man. His name is Jacques. Not Cousteau. I said, uh, you're not Jacques Cousteau, are you? And he has a laugh. And then he starts talking to some old woman who's asking if they have any uh, Pinot Noir. But I say to the young woman, I say, uh, you know, I'm looking for some champagne. I'm celebrating. And she says, oh, what are you celebrating? I said, uh meeting you, and she says, oh, and she laughs at me like she's a cute old man for joking with her, you know, and she says, well, these are the champagnes we have, and I say, well, what do you think? Do you drink champagne? You can be honest with me. I'm not, I know they probably tap into you. They they listen to everything you're saying. Now, they, I should tell you, they have the actual French kids working in France, and the way they do it is, I think, if you're in, I'm not sure, it could be exploitative. Ray does not want to speak in the, I'm speaking in generalities here. I'm not speaking in specifics, but I'm under the assumption they, these are college kids from France. They come over and work for a bit. They get the experience. They get to see Orlando. I guess that's maybe not the greatest, uh, but whatever. So they're the they're real French uh, folks. Obviously, if it was an American, I would have cracked wise a little different. So I say, okay. Well, she says, no, I don't drink a champagne. So what do you like to drink? She says, uh, she says, you know, I don't, uh, I don't drink the uh, alcohol. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not a drinker, but I could tell you that uh, we have uh, an NA sparkling uh, grape. 
that is just lovely. And she's like, why don't you try that? And I say, twist my arm. Twisted. I say, serve me up this N.A. wine or whatever you call it, a sparkling grape. And she says, I'd love to. And I say, uh, what's your name? And she says, uh, Yvette. And I say, oh, well, it's good to know you. And uh, she says, where are you from? I say, San Francisco Bay Area. And she says, I hear that place is lovely. I say, oh, it is, it is. And where are you from in uh, France? And she says, a place like, I don't know. I'm just being straight with you people. I didn't hear what she said or understand. I think it was, I best I could say is Bordeaux, but I don't think it was that. And I say, oh, is that, uh, you know, is that where you live with your family? And she said, oh, well, I'm a student. And no, I just, uh, that's where I live. And uh, I came here to, and I said, what do you think of this heat and this humidity? And she says, oh, and she waves and rolls her eyes. Very cute. And I said, well, it's been lovely talking to you, Yvette. I'll, uh, maybe I'll cross paths with you again. Maybe not, but I've got to be on my way. So we leave France and now, uh. Hello again, my friends. I just had a terrible coughing fit with a little bit of a dizziness there, so I just took a little bit of a break, but it's your friend Ray. I'm back again. Now I think when we left off, we're in the uh, country de France, and uh, I can't remember because I was coughing so hard there. It was a little bit scary, but don't worry, Ray's fine. Just a little, uh, just a little uh, allergies. But so I was in France. Now, I think I forgot to mention, my friends, that uh, there's a movie in France. I don't. It's called Impressions of France. I did not see it. So I stroll along after France. I'm thinking it's, I can't remember what time of night. It is uh, 7, 8, 9 o'clock at night. I'm looking forward to the fireworks show in a few, in a few hours. I stroll into my next country is Morocco. And a lot of you might be like, Morocco, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's Morocco doing in Walt Disney's Vacation Kingdom. Well, buy yourself a history book, my friends, because I'm not even going to address if that's the tone you're taking with me. I'm not having it. But if you're saying just, huh, that's interesting, Morocco's there, I happen to agree with you, and I happen to think it's wonderful. And guess what, my friends? I'm about to have my dinner, because what could be more wonderful than being in a generic theme park situation and having a little Moroccan food, they have a little cafe called uh, the Tangerine Cafe. It's kind of like a something you might see in a strip mall here in California or one of your other cities that has a population from around the world. But they serve uh, kebab-type things. So I get myself a, uh, a shawarma, I believe. And it's quality food, folks. So I sit down. It's a lovely uh, summer evening in Florida. The sun's on its way down. I'm eating my shawarma. I'm smelling my shawarma meat. Uh, my, it's a grilled chicken. I have myself a pot, a soda, a Coca-Cola. Oh, no, no. Do I have a Dr. Pepper? I had a Dr. Pepper or Mr. Pip. I don't know what they serve there, but uh, Ray loves I love that flavor. But I'm drinking my soda. I'm enjoying my food. And then I hear the sweet sounds of more live music, my friends. A little band called Mo Rockin' that uh, the Disney, I'm sure they hired some consultant to figure that up idea. 
but Mo Rockin takes the stage, and they're uh, playing. Uh, it's it's not that different from the Kilt, but they're playing uh, uh, Moroccan style music mixed with American style rock and roll. And to be honest, I don't remember any. I was trying to eat my sandwich. I was watch. I was just enjoying the music in the background. It added to a little bit of the ambiance. And then I finish my food. I bust my table, my tray. And then I'm ready for an. And then I see a, a, a little belly dancer, and I'm listening to the Moroccan, Mo, rocking. I'm dancing. I'm kind of feeling it. I'm watching the sun go down. And they have this belly dancer, and she's doing some belly dancing with the. Uh, I've always been uh, interested with the things in the hands, the uh, castaneta type thing. I don't know what they call it there, but she was. Uh, it was. So then I decided to, wait, 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 so there's a belly dancer? Did you talk to a belly dancer or anything? No, my friend, I'm embarrassed to say this in front of the public, or even you, and this is going to sound a little strange, Ray is afraid of belly dancers. No, I, I don't understand. I don't know if something happened when I was a young man, before I uh, formative memories. And it's quite, so yeah, I had to move on. I, that's what I, I was trying to beat around the bush, but then you bring it up. Yeah, I was just going to say I'm going to go walking on to the next country with the, I was going to make it a pleasant segue into, they have a nice uh, bazaar there for shopping and stuff in the Morocco and historical information. But no, you have to bring up the belly dancers. So have Ray will be honest. Ray, I'm afraid of belly dancers. It's something intimidating and, uh, I don't know uh, what this podcast is rated, but this isn't dirty at all. But it is something disturbing to me on a uh, a uh, physical level. I don't know what it is. It makes me feel uncomfortable and afraid. Holy crap, Ray! I'm sorry to bring this up. Well, it's okay, my friend. It's not a. It's not like I'm a, have a tortured memory about. I just say, okay, there's a belly dancer. I need to move on. And luckily, this wasn't a professional situation where I was. Hosting, or I had to be. I'm, I'm just cruising by myself, my friend. So I just say, let the rubber meet the road. Those people can have the belly dancer. I'll probably have some belly dancer related nightmare tonight, but that's okay. That's tonight. Ray's gonna enjoy the rest of his night before the nightmare where the belly dancer comes to get me, or just stare. It's a, it's a staring thing. I don't know if that's what happened when I was when they make their eye contact with me. There's something. Uh, I don't know how they do their eyes. The belly dancer's eyes are different than, uh, it's just, it, I, yeah, right, just, you can move on. It's okay. You've, you've been honest. Okay, my friend, thank you, because I'm terribly, uh, I'm sweating a bit. But so I move on from Morocco, and I leave that belly dancer behind, like the memories I try to push down but deep inside Ray, that he doesn't like, and that he's, say, say, okay, right, what was the next country? Oh, so the next country. Thank you, my friend. Now, the next country on our tour around the World Showcase Lagoon. Now, one more thing about the uh, Morocco. Morocco. You could catch a little boat there to go back to the front of the park if need be. It's not going to, if you're that lazy, to, you could just walk it. It's probably just as fast to walk, but you could take a boat too, a nice little boat ride. It's indoors, so that's not my cup of tea. If I'm in a boat, I like to be outside in a boat. But anyway, so we're in Japan now. They have a pagoda with, uh, you know, the levels. 
and that's nice to see there. And then they have uh, a giant, uh, like the Macy's of Japan. I don't know what they call it, but they it's a very big uh, shopping uh, department store there. And I'm full. My belly's full. And I said, Ray, what's a, what's a man to have uh, in Japan for dessert? And then I say to myself, huh, well, I know I got uh, Italy and Germany coming up. Let's not. So I have myself some soft candy that I buy in the in the store there. They also have candies that are made of squid and shrimp, I believe. But you could probably get that anywhere nowadays. And I don't I don't know if they have a movie in Japan, but they have the Taiko Drummers. And they were starting, you know, they, they schedule these musical acts so you could move right from one to another. So these young men are playing the Taiko Drums, the giant drums, boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. And it's a lovely thing, my friend. And I just say, I sit by the, I stand by the water and I listen to the drums. Now people are getting a little pushy now because it's getting close to dark and they want to stake out the spots for this uh, Illuminations Reflection of Earth is what they call the show that they have on the lagoon there. So people are giving me a little bit of a hard time. So I say, okay, okay, Ray's not here to step on toes. I'm just a m-. And then I realize, Ray, up behind the pagoda, there's a little uh, garden. Why don't you go up there, do a little people watching? So I go up to the garden. I'm just listening. They have, like, water flowing. You wouldn't even know you're in the middle of a, a park full of people running around claiming the spots and and that there's... Just uh, paces away, there's a belly dancer somewhere, probably changing out of a belly dancing clothes and probably putting on more eye makeup and stuff. But I'm in this garden. I'm relaxed. I'm at peace, my friend. And then I look down, I see uh, people walking, people streaming. And I say, Ray, we are on vacation, my friend. We already had a day at the Magic Kingdom. We had a night that I won't soon forget. And now we have a little, in a morning that was pretty wild too, and now we're at Epcot Center, having ourselves some fun. And we got a belly full of shawarma. We had a little bit of candy. And it's time to move on from Japan, my friends. Now the uh, next country on our world tour, would you believe it, is America. Uh, now, uh, now, you might say a lot of things that the Disney has America Pavilion inside of uh, world countries, even though we're in America and we're in the most, uh, you know, a theme park environment, which is very, it's not just American, it's a worldwide phenomenon, but uh, you could say it. But but I don't want to get into a debate here, my friends, because they have this thing there called the American Adventure, and it is this, sh- this uh, show, multi-sensory show with... Uh, uh, ben Franklin, I believe, and more uh, Mark Twain, and they go through the history of the world with these giant sets, and everything's done by uh, auto animatronics, and it's just wonderful. Now, I did not go to see it at this particular time because I was strolling and getting ready for the show, the outdoor show, but I highly recommend it, my friends. It's like history come to life. It's inspirational. It's air-conditioned. It's relaxing. It just just lifts your spirits. They also have a singing group there called the Voices of Liberty, my friend. And uh, 
They sing some lovely songs, uh, a cappella, I think. And that's uh, before the show in this rotunda. That makes you feel like you're in some sort of, you know, Philadelphia situation or Washington, D.C. Feels like a little bit of a historical site. So that's the American adventure. I grab myself an American beer and I walk on. And then the next country after America, I believe. Oh, my, Ray, is it Italy or is it Germany, Ray? I don't remember, my friends. Would you believe that? Let me think. Let me think about going to the bathroom because that'll get it for me. There's a, let's see if I go to, there's the trains and Germany has the trains and there's bathrooms by the trains, which is after. So yeah, Italy is next, my and I don't know if there's a restroom in Italy. I'm sure there is somewhere. But I I go to Italy. They got like a St. Mark's Square, I think they call it. Now, they used to have uh, performers there all the time. I did not see any performers there, which I thought was strange. But the show was coming up soon. Now, they have a pizza place there, which is kind of new. And they serve more New York-style Italian. What the, I don't know if they call it Italian-style or New It's New York-style pizza. You know, most of the pizza you get in these theme parks is garbage, but this is decent pizza. But Ray's already full. So I just do a stroll through. I say, say, how you doing? How you doing, folks? Having a, you know, there's people making wishes in a wishing well or a fountain, wishing fountain. And uh, then I go on to Germany now. Like I said, there's a nice restroom with a model train set in front of it. I use the restroom. I'm forlorn for my Baraxo pink powdered soap. I go into Italy. I get a sweet pretzel. And I think they have like a bakery there. And I believe I got some other baked goods, but I can't remember. And now, my friends, I realize I made a bit of an error. Because uh, it's like T minus 10 minutes to the show. There's fire, uh, these fire stands with fire. And there's an out, uh, illuminations or reflection. Uh, it's going to start in about 10 minutes, folks. Get your spot on the lagoon. Because I like to watch my uh, sh the show from uh, the UK, because I got a spot there that I like to. But I'm like, okay, well, I'm not gonna make it there. And now, what am I gonna do? Oh dear, it's so busy. People are standing. I said, Ray, 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 you're on vacation, buddy. It's gonna be fine. You got some baked goods. You got a pretzel. You got some roll, sweet roll. I get myself a. Uh, I have a couple more sips of my American. Lager, and I say this: the things are gonna be just fine. And I park myself, and I'm gonna park myself in front of uh, Germany. And I say, why don't you keep going, my friend? Keep this party going. Ten minutes. Why sit around? So I stroll from Germany. Now there's a little bit of a a dead zone between Germany and the next country. I believe is China. So uh, I stroll, and then I realize I'm on this bridge. And I realize this bridge, there's a, a railing. No one's staking it out for some reason. I don't know why. Probably because it's not near any uh, pavilions. But I say, Ray, let's park it here and watch the show. And uh, we wait five minutes. I'm standing there. A couple of people come up and stand next to me. I say, you're going to watch this show? And they say, oh, yeah, we're going to watch this show too. I say, where are you from? They say, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It was a young couple. Uh, two men together, and I say, wow, uh, 
Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I just, uh, you know, recently watched Wayne's World. I don't know if you're familiar with Wayne's World. And they nodded politely like, who's this old man talking about Wayne's World to us? This is strange. And I say, you know, Alice Cooper. You know who Alice Cooper is, young men? And they nod. And I say, you know, that he's kind of like a satanic type heavy metaler. Not really, but that's his image. He makes a cameo in Wayne's World. He talks about Milwaukee, calls it Milwaukee. And they also do a Laverne and Shirley type thing in Wayne's World. And I, I forgot it. I don't know how well it stands up, but I rewatched it. It's it's not bad. It's 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 a uh, they do comedy different nowadays, and that's even though that's not that long ago. And I'm sure that style of con but they were just like uh you know, they didn't want to hear it. Because Ray was like maybe it was the belly dancer. I was not in my I was not interacting, I was talking to these men instead of just talking with them. So I say thank you, my friends. I say I hope you have a wonderful rest of your vacation and a safe return to uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And uh and uh I turn to my left and would you believe I hear coming running the sound of shoes and I hear Ray 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 and it is my oh Ray 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 and it is my friend from France and she is no longer in her traditional garb. It's my friend from France, and she says, I remember you from France. You had the uh, N.A. Uh, sparkling grape juice. And I say, oh, yes, it is. My name is Ray. You were, uh, uh, I forgot your name, but you're lovely. And she told me a name, which I still don't remember. And I say, oh, I was just going to watch the show. Are you so tired of the show? You don't want to ever watch it again? And she says, oh. I'll tell you, I don't do a good French thing, but she says, I'll watch the show with you if you watch the acrobats in China with me after. And I say, for, for certainly, what a nice surprise. And uh, she said, oh, it's just, uh, you know, she says she was inspired by my love of Disney. And she decided to take the rest of the night off and just have a night by herself to stroll around, and she was like, I was wondering if we'd run into each other. I doubted it, but uh, she thought, she said it would have been nice. And so uh, she says, hold my spot for me, and I'm going to go get a bubble tea or something. And she runs off again, and the guy's from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, they're giggling, and because she's a beautiful, beautiful young woman, probably. Well, probably I, we won't even discuss it, but... Uh, and they say, what is that? Is that your daughter? I say, uh, try again, boys. And then they laugh and they say, is that your, you know. And I say, don't worry. She's probably in college. So uh, we're just going to have a bubble tea and watch some acrobatics. So it's, uh, you know, I, I, whatever. And they, they just laugh and they snuggle up those two young men. And I say, oh, well, it's love is in the air, boys. Love is in the air. And I'm not saying that plutonic non-love can't be in the air either, boys. I'm not a... But so then uh, my sweetie comes back with her bubble tea. She gives me a sip of it. She kisses me on the cheek right away. And then I'm like, oh, boy. And then they say Reflections of Illumination Earth is about to kick off. And this show starts... And this is a very nice show. It's got lasers, and it's, you know, the technology is probably 25 years old. 
So you, you'd expect something a little bit more advanced, but it's still very nice. They light up the countries. They shoot off fireworks. There's flames and uh, like a spinning ball with, uh, you know, that's pretty lame, the technology on that thing, but uh, still nice. And I have a little someone to cuddle with, and the fireworks are popping, and, you know, it's just a wonderful evening. Right. So, you, you, I don't, I don't understand. Like, how, so this girl's 20, so you're like 40 years. My friend, don't worry. Your life is, is a, is a juicy piece of fruit. You just got to enjoy eating it. Sometimes I see you, and you're too, uh, you're biting down and grinding your teeth instead of chewing on fruit. And the fruit wants to be enjoyed. It's out there absorbing the sun. You know, if it if it's you my friend, you're, you're just too you gotta relax. So we enjoy the show and then because I'm more as something about the young French woman kind of took that cloud of uh, belly dancers away. And these two men start interacting with us. It was uh, Brad and Tom, I believe, very general names. But so the four of us are starting to hit it off. And then I even admit to them that I had him running with the belly dancing. I've ter been terrified. We go watch the acrobatics in China. And there's these young acrobats. Now, that was a little disheartening to Ray, I'll be honest. Because you got these young kids doing acrobatics. And I wonder... What are the labor laws? Uh, are these children well taken care of? Who's in charge of them? Are they getting an education? Are they getting paid properly? Are they being exploited? But my French friend, she says, oh, don't worry. You know, we're all being exploited in some way or another. And she said, that's their journey to... Uh... So she was a very wise woman, this one. I, Again, I'm a little bit... Uh, I'm So anyway... We watch an acrobatics show. Now acrobatics can get the heart of moving. So we decide to we'll call it a night. And I'm I, like I said, I'm always into I say, I want to know more about you. But I also want to know what is it like for a young woman here in Orlando. So she says she's going to take me back, show me where she lives. Now she has roommates, so it wasn't going to be any funny business. But she had a car, so... uh we we get a moving and we get out of the park. Now I get to uh, go out the employee way, which was very interesting for me as a, a civilian. I get to see the backstage. And again, I don't know. She's a very lovely woman, so I don't know if these are the rules or the rules were being bent. But uh, Tom and Brad came with us and we went, and, uh, we went out and had some cocktails and we went and did some dancing. And then they, they caught a cab, the two young men. And then the two of us, we, uh, we, 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 uh, we, uh, so, uh, and that is the summary of my second day in, uh, Walt Disney's Vacation Kingdom and, uh, my, my evening in Epcot. And I got to see the employee housing, which was interesting. And I still got back to my hotel and got a decent night's sleep because those fireworks, they were over at, well, the, the Disney fireworks were over about 10 o'clock. The other fireworks, they were over at some point in the evening. And, uh, Ray, so is it, do you always, is this like some sort of uh, thing you do when you go down there, you seduce women? There's been no seduction, my friend, okay? 
And no, these are just things that have happened. And maybe these are the only women I was... Maybe this is my new girlfriend for all... But you don't know her name. I said her name at one point, so don't get on my case about it, please. This is not nice. Okay? Um, I think you're just intimidated. And that's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm not going down there. I'm not some swinging pervano saying, hey, how you doing, uh, baby cakes? You know, I'd like to uh, kiss your face a ton of, ton of times. I'm not doing that, my friend. But if you have a little thing and they have a thing for you, you know, why don't you go and see what happens, okay? So I think maybe you you need to calm down. That's I, I, I know I just got a little irritated there, and I felt like I snapped at you a bit, so I'm sorry. But, you know, calm down. Don't judge Ray. No, I wasn't judging you. I was just a, okay, well, that's how it felt, maybe. Okay, let's, um, well, I'll take a break here. It's, it's Everyone should be going to sleep anyway. And we'll just try to do some healing here because, you know, just because you're scared of someone and what they do, even though it doesn't make any sense because a belly dancer is supposed to be some sort of sensual, beautiful thing. It doesn't have to be. You don't have to be the same as everyone. And you could still be okay, okay? And you could still fall asleep just fine. And you don't have to ask people about why they're talking to people or kissing people, okay? It's not like I was asking these two men whether, what they were doing, whether you were you just vacationing with men together. You know, it's none of my business. And what I do is none of your business. Sorry, Ray, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I think we... I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Scooter. I know, I know. I was just giving you a hard time. And part of his passive-aggressive stuff from the belly dancer. So I think we should just call it a quits because we got some mad, bad mojo. And maybe I need to, you know, call my uh, counselor that I meet with and go get a session in this week about it because I've tried this... Um, this EMDR for post-traumatic incidents like this. And I'm going to keep doing that to try to process it and move on and become a fuller person and more capable of love and kindness. And I'm just glad that you, I have gratitude and thankfulness you invited me here on your show again. Thank you so much. And thank you listeners for, for listening to me. Thank you to his dad and his mom for listening to his show. And uh, he's an oddball. He's got an attitude here around women, some sort of issues he's got. But he's going to be fine. He'll he'll grow up someday. I mean, he should have grown up a long time ago. But everybody works on their own schedule. And you, my friends, that are listening to the sweet, sweet sounds in my voice, you're on your schedule too. It's going to be okay for you. And you're just relaxing in your bed. You're so snuggled up beautifully, so cute, so lovely. If you're comfortable with me saying that, you should be, because I just want to tuck you in and keep you snug and safe and let you know that the world is there for you. And sometimes it might seem scary as a, a belly dancer's eyes, but it's not always so scary. And... uh it might just seem that way. You're safe. You're going to be okay. And thank you so much, my friend. 
I'm happy to call you that. Good night.